Hello and a Merry Christmas to you all. Coming up next on Manx Radio is IM1, The Worst Parts and More. If you're familiar with IM1, you'll know it's a satirical programme which takes a cheery sideways swipe at Manx life, Manx politics, Manx culture and Manx Radio itself. Being a worst-off compilation, it features voices past and present. But if you're not familiar with it, it does contain language and humour a little fruitier than our usual offering. We don't wish to offend anyone this festive season, so if you're not a fan of satire and slightly stronger language than you might usually hear on Manx Radio, then it may not be for you. And it could be an ideal time to have a cup of what you fancy, tea, whiskey, bovril or honey and lemon for that Christmas cold you'll almost certainly have, and explore the vast range of podcasts now available on the Manx Radio website. If you've never tried before, now's your chance. Go to the MR site, found it, click on podcasts, there we are, and they will appear like magic before your eyes. I don't know how it works. You can peruse them at leisure. There really is something for everyone. Just don't click on the IM1 podcast, or you'll just get more of what you're wanting to avoid now. Those who do like such humour, well, stay tuned, and enjoy a little selection of some of the best sketches from the last year or two. Plus, a few new bits thrown in for good measure, and to whet your appetite for what we hope will be another live show in the west of the island in 2023, which will be recorded and broadcast on Max Radio later in the year. We hope you enjoy I Am One, The Worst Parts and More. Real life seen through the mirror of everyday absurdity. Manx Radio, the national broadcaster of the Isle of Man, was first set up in 1849, but quickly closed again after management realised radio hadn't been invented yet. It reopened in 1964 and has broadcast the same programmes continuously since then, with short toilet breaks using the tried and trusted formula of getting people to talk into microphones. Generations of loyal listeners have grown up with the station and quite a few have died listening to it, leading to the daily obituaries consistently achieving some of its best listening figures. The nation station started life in an old caravan on a tip, before moving to a top-secret radar training base on Douglas Head. While still top-secret to many island residents, it now uses radar instead of radar as a way of trying to discover which way it's heading. Meanwhile, authorities hope to help them celebrate their 55th anniversary by moving them back into the caravan. The station is widely accepted as being at its best during periods of extreme weather, when it broadcasts the message All line and roads are lethally dangerous, stay at home, unless you're a radio presenter. Constantly interspersed with messages telling you everything is cancelled. The following programme offers a unique fly-on-the-wall look at the daily workings of what goes on at IM1. Well, hey, good morning and welcome to Manx Radio Breakfast. We'll have the headlines soon, but first, the Department of Infrastructure has denied claims that the horse tram lines on the new promenade scheme are too short. The double tram tracks, which of course used to run the entire length of the prom, have been the subject of much debate in Timwald over the last 120 years. Recently, government took a bold decision to bin off the tracks entirely, then again to preserve them entirely, and then finally to bin most of them, but keep a bit somewhere if anyone's bothered. But now the final layout has been reduced in scope again, with the track reduced to just 10 feet in length. John Moss has been down to Douglas Promenade to try them out. 
Yes, good morning. While plans for the tram tracks had been agreed by Keys and Timwold, contractors decided it would be more cost-effective to lay just a little bit of track in the middle of the prom for tram enthusiasts to enjoy. Well, let's try it out. Hello, can I get on? Sure, mate. Hop on. Well, here we are on the toast rack tram and off we go. End of the line. Everybody off. That'll be 9.50, please, mate. Uh, that's it, apparently. Um, well, let's see what some of the passengers think. Uh, what do you think of uh, the new tram service, sir? Well, it's far too short, isn't it? And uh, you, madam? I wouldn't have spent £1,500 on a season ticket if I'd known it would be this short. Uh, you, sir? What? Too short? F*** off, you lanky git. Well, uh, there you have it. A conclusive view, I think you could say. It remains to be seen whether all the friction will lead to the track growing in length. John Moss, Manx Radio, on the prom. Bored. Very bored. But I do need the money. Thanks, John. Your cheque is in the post. It's just coming up to news o'clock here on Manx Radio, so let's have some of that lovely news. Any minute. Yes, news. Now. News. Thanks, Moramai Radio News at News O'Clock, Moramai News. It's believed a specialist German firm, which was paid £70 million to remove the rust from the new horse tram rails, is being recalled to the island. Schwindler Limited is to be paid a further £70 million to descale members of the House of Keys. A Timwold committee set up to imagine new ways to squander public money on bizarre, ill-conceived and generally useless schemes says the investment was seen as a good way to ensure MHKs would be less rusty after years of inactivity. The cleaning process would also allow them to move faster and, more importantly, quieter. The job is said to be more complex, as whilst the levels of rusting are similar to the tram lines, a lot of the MHKs aren't as straight. The Department of Education says there are no policies in place in island schools to support the wishes of children who wish to be identified as amphibians. Manx Radio has learned of students at several of the island's secondary schools wishing to be known as frogs. Lewis Foster reports. The slimy subculture has gained a lot of traction on social media, with many children choosing to adopt frog-like characteristics, such as eating flies, spending a lot of time sitting by ponds, only swimming breaststroke, sitting in the shallow end of the pool during swimming lessons with just their nose and eyes above water, and hopping to school. The DESC says a range of pastoral support is available for students to help prevent them being squashed on the road, decimated by flymos in long grass, or getting addicted to spawn. Government officers have denied suggestions the island's first miniature greyhound track was a stupid idea. The course in the middle of the road at the bottom of Broadway has been widely criticised, with the MSPCA saying the lanes are too narrow and could make dogs dizzy. The tiny track was installed as part of a 50-year project to make the promenade more suitable for road users, particularly rally and off-road drivers. Although its primary use is a roundabout, the DOI says using it for greyhounds will be an added boost for the booming market in dogging. Manx News Radio News at News O'Clock. Now for some adverts. Worried about rising energy costs? Afraid you won't be able to heat your home this winter? Unable to put food on your table every day? Why not spend this winter in prison? 
for the price of a small misdemeanor dealing low-class drugs, spitting at policemen, pinching hankies from an old lady, or taking a dump on Timbald Hill. You can receive your own room with ensuite toilet, firm mattress, ready access to educational and medical facilities, and free heating. In fact, everything you can't get outside. So go on, get inside this winter. Go to prison. It's about time. Looks like the Manx Gannet has returned early this year. You mean large seabird which dives from a great height into the water to catch fish, then regurgitates them for their young? No, my rumpy crackle investment account. Oh, is that like a seabird? It is. Large with slightly curious odour? Yep. Likely to dive very quickly, even from very high levels? Certainly. Contents likely to be a bit fishy? Definitely. Well, I wish I could afford a rumpy crackle Gannet account. You can. Can I? I thought it was only for the wealthy. E-gaming workers, financial sector workers, lawyers and civil servants. Ah, you're not one of us then? No. Ah, oh, forget it then. Just stuff your cash under a mattress and hope for the best. Rumpy crackle gannet accounts can go up as well as down. Some gannets sink and are never seen again. Members of Manx Bird Life need not apply. Fish can be smelly in warm weather. Poor people don't have any money to worry about. Children are a pain in the arse. Chris Sharp is 87. Need someone to do the books? Nikita Bugbear & Co. Want someone to rifle through the accounts? Nikita Bugbear & Co. Looking for someone to have a good laugh at your pathetic margins? Nikita Bugbear & Co. Nikita Bugbear & Co. Your money, our profits. Speaking Manx now with Mish Mercer. Well, hey. Well, hey, you one, yeah? Mish, there's been a lot of talk about the climate emergency of late. What's an emergency in Manx? Well, it's usually the word itty, a word which rhymes with gritty, giving a clue to its earthy roots. Literally, stony ground where things are likely to be problematic, particularly parsnips and longer moots. Organic. Oh, oh, I, yeah. So, if we think of the air above the ground, the, the, the climate, if you will, how do you express that in local Gaelic? Yes, uh, that, that's a complex noun, um, other and com, the com bit relating to the ancient Manx comma, literally, uh, meaning, you know, the, which isn't underneath our feet, with other loosely translating as, uh, and, and we can't see it. So that which isn't underneath our feet and we can't see it is air, or in this case, the, the local climate. That's fascinating, for some I expect. Now, if we take the word how, uh, in English, a uh, word... I'm fond of for obvious reasons, but in this case as an adverb, but what's that? Uh, it's it's tor, like the guy in uh, in, in Contiki, tor Hyadal, but not related in any way yes, whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what have you wanted to say? How shall? Hmm. Uh, well, normally shall would be the word uh, bol, like in bol weevil. But when it follows a word related to the famous 1947 journey of a Norwegian explorer on a raft, it's hyphenated with the K from the word contiki in memory of the event. So it's a cabal. Uh, is that unique to the Manx language? Oh, well, I think so, wouldn't you? Mm. Uh, now, to deal with something, how's that phrase? We're not talking cards here, I assume. So we're back with the complex form, exfroas. And what would be the simple form? Uh, that There isn't one. Again, a, a peculiarity of Manx. Never use a simple form when a complex one is available. Yeah. The, the word with, we, we've had that preposition before. Uh, yes, indeed. So it's the same here? No. Ah. Uh, what is it? Uh, it's the, the shortened word uh, set. Shortened? Yeah, well, yes, it, it did have an extra letter E, but, uh, but Mona Douglas removed it in uh, 1927 to, to save time. So... If we followed that with the definite article the, with the. 
Yes, then it would be followed by the word upjetten. Yeah, yet again, a typical Manx word from the late 17th century with far more letters than it actually needs. So then, if we were to ask the question, how shall we deal with the climate emergency? Uh, well, it would be talk bollocks for hours, then set up another effing committee. More next time. Garamay at Glaston. Hey, moo, wouldn't you? Music to your heart from our souls. The Nation Station, Manx Radio. Hello, I'm Andy Wint, and this is the Gamelin Line. 60 minutes of news, views, and great traditional music from Bali, Java, and Indonesia. Today, Southern MHK Jason Moorhen talks in depth about his 47 questions in this week's Keys sitting while playing the triangle. We'll have business, or at least news, of someone who's changed a desk in an office on Athol Street, the weather read by an annoying toddler, and the sports second with Chris Cave. But first, let's kick things off with Ida Wedawati and the Gamelan classic Sanko Ratu Kulu Kulu Gangkang Gamelang. Now it's time for Manx Road Watch, part of the station's public service broadcast remit to remind people of problems they've already known about for ages. Yes, and looking at the Manx roads today and the Stugadoo Road is still viciously Manx even if most people don't know where it is. Spit Corner in Peel remains controversial though, more Manx than Weatherglass Corner. Whilst there's also confusion today over a Kreutlaui or Kratlaui and Lineg or Linig. Old favourites such as Balaf, yes they look like they can still be pronounced properly only by Manx people of several years standing. Whilst Begaro is still a complete disaster area for anyone with fewer than five generations of Manxness under their bailer twine belts. Uh, looking towards the middle of the Isle of Man, the uh, Ballamore, the Strait, struggling with some long-term anglicisation. In some areas, it's become the Ballamoda Strait. In the north, Andrea is still being pronounced Andrus by those who want to sound Manx, even if they aren't, but not by anyone else. Uh, Peel Road, Craig Willies and the Slock, fairly Manx still today. In the north, the Moorig Park being completely bastardised <laughs> into Moorig, uh, whilst Peel's latest pub has just given up, it seems, altogether and named itself after one of the few things that the Isle of Man has never had. It's time for the news in full. That's 90 seconds from the Isle of Man and 20 seconds for the rest of the world. With Sean Cowper. Moramai, Sean. Moramai, Alex. Moramai, Ben. Moramai, Sean. Moramai, everyone. Moramai. Moramai. There's a yellow weather warning in place today for an amber weather warning later on. Tim Glover has more. Much more. The yellow warning from the Met Office is for winds entirely in line with the season. However, by 2pm there's the possibility of an amber warning, meaning gusts high enough to flatten pensioners wandering aimlessly around looking for an open post office within a 10 mile radius of where they live and blow small children over hedges. The steam packet has already said if the boat does sail it may sink, but a final decision on that will be made by a government vote later. At Ronaldsway, planes are taking off a lot faster than usual and the Northern Civic amenity site is closed, but that's hardly news. However, with some six months to go, TT organisers say it's still too early to say if racing will be delayed. The Chief Minister, Alfred Cannon-Fodder, believes the policy-making changes to the Council of Ministers every three weeks can help prevent competency. 
Throughout 2022, there have been six changes to Comin, starting with David Ashcloud's resignation, after which random MHKs have taken it in turn to have a go at various ministries, including health, infrastructure and enterprise, though usually only for a few weeks at a time. Mr Cannon said a regular change of ministers ensured a good lack of continuity, prevented anyone from ever finding out what was actually going on, and ensured the Treasury were able to carry on running the nation unhindered by troublesome questions. He said the policy had been inspired by playing one potato, two potato, three potato, four with the bishop during Tinwald. The government says suggestions that immigrant workers from Belfast have been held in a vast subterranean vessel on Douglas Promenade are entirely false. Rumours started spreading on social media after the nation's station. You know you love it, you do. No, you do, really. Give us a call, tell us how good we are and we'll give you your own mug. Manx Radio broadcast a story which claimed the Irish holding tank was nearing capacity and needed emptying. However, Manx Radio news editor and head of saying thank you, Beth Enterprises.com, later admitted the story was marred by over-enthusiastic use of the letter H, and it should have read Iris Holding Tank. A spokesman for contractor Old Lang Syne Construction said the claim, like so much work connected with the prom refurbishment, was completely without foundations. Bat owners are being warned to exercise caution over Christmas. The Manx SPCB is reminding people that crackling log fires and too many coloured lights in trees and windows can spell danger for their pets. As the cost of living crisis accelerates but people still insist on heating their homes, the charity says it could result in an expensive trip to the decorators if their bats wake up thinking it's spring and start flying around the living room. The charity says bat owners should instead save money and their pets by turning off all heating and lighting in their homes opening the windows and ideally hanging from the ceiling. And now on Manx Radio, a look back at some of the high spots of this year's Manx Telecon Pariah Walk, in which some of the most unpopular people on the island attempt to walk around all of the island's graveyards without stopping, or indeed dying. Chris Cave has this roundup of some of the most exciting bits of Manx Radio's coverage, and indeed reams of the really boring stuff as well. The Pariah Walk is always a high spot of the island's anti-social calendar. Previous winners have, of course, included Buster from The Man in Line, The Beast, Alistair Crowley during a brief visit to the island in the 1930s, and, of course, controversially, Ilium Doan. Some great new teams were taking part this year. The BNP had a five-man team which didn't fare well but was all white. There were some original members of the Bader meinhof gang in The Veterans, the Ku Klux Klan scored well in the fancy dress classes and the ever-unpopular members of Isle of Man Treasury went for broke. This was the action at the start. I see the clock is fast approaching the top of the hour. Three, two, one, and we're off. Let's hear them go. Now, we don't want to miss any of the action at the slock, so it's straight over to Christy de Havilland Vickers, where the leaders will be due in a few hours. Christy? Yes? Excited? No. Great, great stuff. Over to Ben Hartley. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Ben. Thanks. Well, this is great, and I can see a walker already. Hello. Walking well? Am I? Where are you hoping to get to? Shoprite. In Peel? I'm not going to walk to the one in Douglas, am I? I bet it would be no problem to you. Well, why would I? We're in Peel. Have you got that far before? Yes. Amazing. When was that? Yesterday. I needed some cat litter. Great. And um, are you actually in the pariah walk? No. 
I'm trying to do my shopping, but keep getting stopped by idiots with microphones. <laughs> yeah, uh, back to you, Chris. Thanks, Ben. Christy and Paul Moran are out with the leaders. Yes, here they come now. Just listen to this. I'll see if we can grab a quick word with the leader. Uh, uh, hello? A couple of words for Manx Radio? Uh, boring and overstuffed. Thanks. Chris. Christy. Chris. Christy. Chris. At the finish, Paul Moran was there to hassle the winner, who was racing for the newly formed Manx Taliban. Uh, good race? <laughs> yeah, 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 great, yeah. So, uh, did you have any problems? Well, yeah, I threw up a few times going up the slock, made the going a bit slippery there uphill. Uh, yeah, I contracted dengue fever in the northern section around about Jerby, uh, often the case. Then, uh, yeah, a kneecap came out over in Mackle. Uh, that led to some gangrene, loss of my left leg coming into Onken, but yeah, spectators kept me going. Cheering? Yeah, 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 that and, uh, well, you know, offering crutches, uh, splints, uh, keyhole surgery and the like. Uh, yeah, one, one lady just uh, about the, the white thing, you know, she, uh, she even had uh, intravenous morphine drips. Uh, yeah, it was really lovely. And will you be back next year? Yeah, uh, well, we'll have to see how unpopular I still am, but yeah, I certainly hope so. So now it's all eyes to next year's event with entries opening soon, remember. If you're no messiah, then try the pariah. Don't understand quantum mechanics? Nikita Bugbear Co. Thinking of building your own rocket? Nikita Bugbear Co. Considering world domination? Nikita Bugbear Co. Nikita Bugbear Co. Leaders in everything, ever. Welcome to the repair shop where much-loved and broken treasures are brought back to life and a dream team of some of the country's most capable workmen and women and, indeed, those who identify as neither bring their talents to bear on beloved pieces of the island's infrastructure which have been ruined in yet another botched government scheme. Utilising expertise widely available in many countries but seemingly unobtainable on the Isle of Man because we don't want to pay for it to be done properly. First into the repair shop today is Ted Baker, who'd brought a lovely Victorian promenade in for the expert civil engineers to have a look at. Hello there, Ted. I'm a proper civil engineer. How can I help you? Oh, hello. Um, Yes, I bought in an old promenade, which many people love, but now, uh, sadly, as you can see, completely shagged now. Oh, that's a shame. Why is that? We, the DOI, have tried to improve it. Let's have a look at it then. Oh, goodness. Well, this has clearly been glorious in its day. You can see the gorgeous crescent shape is still there and some beautiful Victorian infrastructure remains in place. So what's happened to it? Well, 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 well there's, there's been an attempt to modernise it. Oh, dear me. It's not gone too well, has it? When was this done? Well, it, well, well it was started several years ago, but unfortunately, the longer it's gone on, the, the, the worse it's got. <laughs> You're telling me... It looks like someone started with no clear idea in mind of what they really want and then have changed their minds in the middle once they realised they didn't have a clue what they were doing. Oh dear, oh dear, you, you didn't try to do it yourself, did you? Well, well, well it, it wasn't just me. It was more of a sort of government collaboration thing. Oh lordy. Just about the worst thing you can do with old promenades like these. You really do need to make sure the work is being done by people who know what they're doing and are sensitive to its cultural history. I mean, what's happened here, look? These old tram tracks are sort of going up and down like a whore's drawers, aren't they? They're the new ones, actually. But they stop in the middle of nowhere. Uh, where's the rest of the track? 
uh, we, we, we thought it might be better if we just stopped it there, de-scoped it, and of course it's cheaper. Oh, Lord, well, thank heavens you didn't try and restore a roller coaster. And what's happened to these lovely old lights which used to pick out the shape of the bay? Are they in storage? Uh, n- no, we, we threw them away and put in some uh, uh, recycled motorway uh, uh, lampposts from the M25. You threw them away? Oh, it really does go from bad to worse. Though I suppose that does mean you were able to fit sort of electric charging points for the move to electric vehicles in the next decade, yes? Um, well, uh... Well, what would you like me to do here, Ted? Can, can you just can you just make it work? Go make it work and, and all on one level. I'll see what I can do. Basically, we'll widen the road a bit so there's room for the trams and the cars. Make sure the tram track actually reaches both ends of the prom, so there's at least an outside chance that people will use it. Uh, We'll redo the road surface here so that it's not as pitted as a teenage boy's face. We'll fit some electric charging points along the route so we don't have to dig it all up again in three years' time. And swap the old tungsten fairy lights for LEDs. Oh, sounds marvellous. Look, I'll level with you. Will it take long? It's just that I might be going on a a, a prolonged holiday away towards the, the end of September. Come back and see us in a month or so. Hello, this is Andy Wint. When Man in Line's not on the air, don't call the switchboard. I'm not here, so you'll be talking to yourself. Amazingly, at this time of the year, I've got other things I like to do, like seeing friends, decorating Christmas trees, eating deep-filled mince pies, and buttering parsnips. So remember, when Man in Line's not on the air, don't ring the switchboard. Get a life. Uh, But remember... I'll be back in the new year. We've all been under a lot of stress in recent times, and sometimes we don't notice how it's been affecting people. Someone you know may be struggling to cope. They may just need to talk. They might need company. They could need someone just to hear their problems, or buy them a drink, something to eat, and give them some cash. If you think you know someone like this, don't ignore them. Three little words can make all the difference. Please f*** off. Don't allow yourself to be hassled by others. You've got your own problems to deal with. Just remember... Please f*** off. Three little words. They'll soon get the message. Need someone to make your lunch? Nikita Bugbear & Co. Fall off a ladder and need help? Nikita Bugbear & Co. Shorts too tight? Nikita Bugbear & Co. Nikita Bugbear & Co. Your life, our business. they got a hole right in their hands. Promenade a war zone. DOI. Lampos in the pavement. DOI. Tramline stop in midair. DOI. We got it all at DOI. Don't kill a scheme with bad work. Let the DOI do it. The stakes are high. The road is unforgiving. But for those who dare to dream, it's the race of a lifetime. Speed. Agility. The ultimate test. Now from the makers of the Isle of Man TT video game, a thrilling new sequel in road racing. Parish Walk Simulator. Play across more than 80 miles of virtual tarmac through 17 virtual parishes at speeds you never thought were possible. Marvel at the mouthwateringly realistic blister graphics with playable characters including Jock Waddington. 
big Willy Corkill and that fella who got done for doing that thing outside the woman's window. Play against your friends online in real time. Come on, son! You've been on that bloody thing for 23 hours! Your dinner's going cold! Shut up, Mum! I'm nearly through London! Parish Walk Simulator. All the thrill of the world's ultimate road race without moving a muscle. Coming soon. Hello, I'm Maurice Powell. Welcome to A Little Light Death Metal. Tonight on the programme, we'll be hearing from one of my favourites, and I hope they're one of yours too, Cannibal Corpse, with a really lovely arrangement of their classic anthem, Frantic Disembowelment, from the charming Wretched Spasm album. We also have a little Morbid Angel and some Suffocation, an a cappella version of the Two Little Herd, in my opinion, Meat Hook Sodomy. That's from an old LP I have of Butchered at Birth, so stay with me, it's not as kitsch as it sounds. But to get us going this evening, a little carcass and a stirring rendition of Captive Bolt Pistol. That was I Am One, The Worst Parts and More, a Manx radio production put together at very little cost, as you could probably tell. It featured lots of people, most of them very talented, though one or two just a bit useless. Oh, and me. I could list them all, but sadly, it's just too complicated now due to GDPR legislation, which means it's illegal to mention another person's name in public for fear of someone recognising who they are. Thanks for listening. I wish you a happy and healthy New Year. Well, healthy anyway. (laughs) 